this is the podcast that breaks down the X's and O's of everything happening this week in football. You're listening to Pro Football IQ. I do it for the glory. You are listening to the podcast that breaks down the X's and O's of everything happening this week in football. That means you're listening to Pro Football IQ, Season 1, Episode 6. My name is Dallas Thomas, and I'm your host, joined by my co-host, Joel Baglio. Joel, how are we feeling tonight? We are feeling top-notch, baby. That's how we do it, Pro Football IQ. That's it. Yep. So, you know, most people would say... Football season is over after the Super Bowl. You know, you, you got you got mm-hmm. six months of off season. Mm-hmm. But you know what I say to those folks? What what do you say? There is no off season. There is no off season. And you know what? I think that's the statement that football fans are making across America right now. Mm. Uh, there's a there's a need. There's a want for more football. And uh, we're getting it. Never enough football. Never enough. Right? So we're, we're even when you think you've had enough after the Super Bowl, then AAF comes in, cranks it up with some hard hits. And AAF is on fire, dude. And they're just sitting here like, yeah, you thought that all you needed was the NFL until you saw that that wasn't all you needed. Exactly. No one, no <laughs> one knew. No one knew that the AAF is what they like, wanted. Yeah. You know, people want to watch some basketball. People want to watch some baseball. You know, and, and when hockey rolls around, things like that. But you, it's just football has a special place in a lot of fans and just any sports fans' heart because it's got an intensity about it. Right. So when you watch too much, you know, baseball and you watch too much any of these other sports, it just kind of don't bring the same heat that football does. And it's just refreshing to see AAF get the ratings like that and to just come out, you know, of left field. A lot of people didn't even know about it. Right. It just kind of it just kind of showed up. Right, right. They didn't do a lot of. Um, there, there wasn't the promo, very. It wasn't promo. marketed yeah, well because even all. even when I mentioned it to you, you were. You, I remember when uh, at the beginning you were so dived into XFL content and trying to get us to be a front runner on that. And when I mentioned it to you, you were just like, eh, I don't know. And even I told you, I said, dude, I, I don't know if this is like maybe what their their league is going to be actually called. And everyone's gonna know it's the XFL. Because like, it, it was the format, the eight teams. It, yeah, and, they were exactly yeah, the same. It's like almost the same league is what you what it felt like. So, but there there was a lot that happened in football this week. Not just the AAF showing up. Right. I, finally, I'm finally able to say AAF. <laughs> yeah. It's still weird. It's yeah. like it's like it's like me saying WWF, yeah. but not as natural. I think it's I just because you're you're so you're you're very into branding and stuff like that. Like, so for me, I just NFL is quick. Yeah. XFL is quick. Right. Well, they're very AAF just doesn't. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't have trouble with it. I, I just kind of got it off the bat. We'll, we'll get there one day. That's because I, I was like, oh, what is this? I'm all about yeah. it. Yeah. Because, you know, what probably it's easier for me is because they were originally, when I was looking them up and trying to find the information on them, they were originally going to be called the AAFL, the American oh, Alliance yeah. Football League. No. So when I was looking at it, I was like, I was like, dude, but it sounded cool. Me and me and the pops was watching TV, and and, and that's how we heard about it. We heard it was during a, a commercial break from a football game. It was now, one of the NFL games. They did a promo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's crazy to see that they're on CBS. Um, 
signed to a signed to a primetime deal oh, on CBS sure, for Saturdays and Sundays. I'm sure they outplayed their little their little deal uh, off their first show. Oh, of I'm course, sure I did. think I think they more than uh, more than pleased the executives over at CBS mm-hmm. uh, with with a, a very high rating for especially for just starting out. Right, Started out right. with a, with a uh, two point one. Yeah, I'm which, sure they can maintain at least maintain that two. Well, that that two point one actually beat the head-to-head NBA game right. that was on yeah, I read that, that Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, who knows, man? I think I think AAF could be here for the long haul. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, I mean, uh, and, and they're not they're not very top-heavy. It's not like they're they're paying a ton of ton of money to their players that's no, going to kill their brand or anything like it's that. It's just it's a spotlight for, yeah. for talented guys mm-hmm. to go and play and learn yeah. and develop. But, you know, there was a lot that happened in football this week. Oh, yes. Like, you oh, know. Oh, yes. I kind of I kind of worried that we started a football show so late into the regular football season. See, it's like we're gonna run out of content. See, I wasn't because I'm. That's whenever like that's when I feel like I dive into football the most is like, because there is more for me to actually get into. You actually find more interesting things when the season ends. You dive into reasons why things happened, why right. they played out. Well, that's that's why we're the podcast that breaks down the X's and the and the O's. Yeah. Of everything happening this week, bringing the best of both worlds. That's it. Uh, so, a few things that happened. Uh, we got the announcement. Mm. From, bring it, bring it. We baby. got the announcement from North Ohio. We got the announcement from Cleveland. Woo! That Kareem Hunt Hunt had been signed to a contract. You know, I love it. I love it, um, dude. I'm I'm the first person to tell you that. I don't condone any violent behavior, uh, especially sex versus sex, things like that. Um, but at the same time, which in in his defense, from what I understand, there was there was a, there's a lot of context and subtext to to that event. There regardless. is, yeah, there is, and and off air we can we can get into it, you know. And it's it's always you gotta play you gotta you gotta play the part and play the role and and be fair to both sides for perspective reasons. But. Um, he he's a young guy, and it's not like he grew up getting in lots of trouble. I feel like you gotta afford these these. Here's the thing: these athletes, there is a lot going on in their lifestyles. Mm-hmm. There's so much, you know. There's there's you you yes, they have a ton of money, but once you have a ton of money, that's that's beyond you. You're not you're not oh I make a ton of money, my life is perfect. Yeah. You know, uh, there's a lot of things that go with that. You know, the daily grind of being an elite athlete. You know, they have to stay on top of their game. They're receiving fines from the NFL all the time. Yeah, they're required to show up in the communities and be a be a face, even when they're not ready to put their face out when the season's over. And you want to like, you know, go, you know, take a break and decompress. A lot yeah. of times, these guys have obligations to be a part of the community. Yeah, and and go in. And, and show up and, and help out these charities and these youth events and, and put their money on the line and their dollar. And it's it's a big thing. So sometimes they make out-of-character decisions and a lot of times they end up regretting it. So uh, I definitely agree with giving them second and third chances. Well, I you know, I remember hearing a quote uh, that says, money doesn't change you, it exposes you. Mm. Okay. Which is, ooh, yeah, that kind of that kind of hits you heavy. Expose right? me, baby. It's exposed. <laughs> I'm willing me. to be exposed. Uh, <laughs> the, out of context. That's a really bad quote. <laughs> I will take. I will take as much money as you can throw at. Please don't. <laughs> Someone's gonna take this audio clip and use it against me in the future. I can tell. <laughs> 
but money money doesn't change you it exposes you and sometimes you know um, those bad decisions can put you know it can put you in situations where maybe if your character is not developed you'll make a bad decision right right uh, and so that's probably what happened for for mr for mr hunt um, and you got one another thing uh, another caveat to that is that being an elite athlete your hormones and your testosterone is just through the roof at all times you know so you can imagine like after you go and you hit some weights and you get a great pump and you're just like whoa you just feel like you can run through a wall well Mm -hmm. sometimes their emotions kick in and it it goes like hand in hand with where their body is at that time so sometimes it's like they may do something and it seems like overly aggressive to other people but if you saw someone else do it it'd be like oh that was nothing you know what i mean but it's the state of them of who they are so i mean how does how does kareem hunt to the browns shake up their roster yeah so i love that um i want to take a step back from the actual you know that from the situation from the situation in the context but what it shows to me is that the browns aren't the browns that we knew anymore it's it's a different team. It's you a know, different franchise now. Because they were the la- they I mean no joke. I mean everyone knows. They were the laughing stock of the NFL. I mean it wasn't it wasn't a, you know anything new to anyone. I mean on Sports Center at any time when they brought the Browns up it was just you know poking fun all the time. So. Their fans threw them a, a parade for a perfect 0 and 16 yep. season. There you go. At that point you have to you have to do something about that right. franchise or it, it it was the laughing stock. There's yeah. no there's no if ands or buts about yeah. it. But look how quickly things can turn around. They've got a superstar in Baker Mayfield. I mean, he is the the leader of that team for the next twenty years. He's the guy, and I don't I don't think he's going anywhere. No. You know, I think no. I think he is there mm-hmm. for the long haul. He has made that orange cool again. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, uh, and they did a great job in uh, <clears throat> in management to go in and get the right guys. To set their team up for success, they they were always kind of the stale, back end uh, type of team. Like they're not going to make a move. They're going to stay right in the middle. They're just trying to get a win. You know, they're settling. You know, and that's why they didn't fire Hugh because they didn't. They were like, well, we don't know what we're going to get any better mm-hmm. than that. You know, so let's just stick with this. We don't want to shake anything up. No, they're do not remember, doing that. Do you remember the Rams? This. <laughs> Before before they before moved. Before they moved, yeah. They were very and uh, even joke, even once really. they even once they moved, that first season was yeah. still rocky. Yeah. And then I mean I, I I myself poked fun at them. I was like, ah, you know, you left your whole franchise, you know, and and I mean and that happens, you know, a lot of times these decisions But just... imagine imagine having that be your franchise for fifteen, twenty years mm-hmm. and be the yeah. joke. Yeah. The running joke of the NFL. Yeah. Only to have a superstar right. come in and right. change it completely. Yeah. They've had, um, like, in that amount of time where they, they've literally drafted and flopped the most quarterbacks, like, like of record in the NFL. Yeah. In that time span. What a, what a shame, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, I remember whenever I first started watching football, which was probably, what, like, 2011, 2012, mm-hmm. um, seeing first-round draft picks, <laughs> you know, these top-level guys who are just like, I might not want to go yeah. in the draft. Yeah. Because I'm gonna go to the Browns. I'm gonna go to the Browns. Yeah, some of the, and and sometimes guys would make off the record statements like if I get if I get drafted by the Browns, I'm just going to sit out until they cut me. Yeah, and I'll get picked up by some other team. Man, and you know? to to see where they're at in 2019, as opposed to where they were right. three and good years for them, ago. Man, good for them. I'm. It's I'm, it's good for the league. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, it's not cool to have any. It's never good for the league to have one team be a walkover type of team. 
because that takes that element out. Like if that's a, if that's a pivotal game on a schedule, then that could knock a team out mm-hmm. without even really having to really do anything. So yeah, um, yeah, I really I really do like it. Um, I like that what Kareem Hunt will bring to that team. I assume they're gonna go ahead and get the ball rolling. Uh, with the league and try to get you know his suspension and everything dealt up as quickly mm-hmm. as possible so that this statement right here them signing him when they already have Nick Chubb who is a great running back in my opinion I mean he is he is the man and then you're gonna have Kareem Hunt when he shows up at the backside of that season if they're yeah. making a playoff run you're talking about two top level guys I mean two guys that could be you could argue could be in the top 10 or top 15 in the league mm-hmm so I love what they're doing. Um, it's gonna help the it's gonna help their offensive coordinator, their head coach, be creative, and uh, they're gonna be really competitive. Now, if they were able to land another top level receiver mm. on top of that, I think I think you may you may see them set themselves up for yep. success in the same yep. way the Rams set themselves up for success this right. season, in in the same way that they made a, a made a play mm-hmm. for for impact all the players. stars that they yeah. were going after for impact players. And if if you see the Browns go after impact players this Whoa. off season, yeah, watch because they don't need they really don't need defensive players. No, they they're they're pretty solid at defense. Exactly. So we've talked about Kareem Hunt, mm-hmm. but there's another guy who's looking to shake up the market. News broke, which we we all knew it. Mm-hmm. But he released an, an an official statement and a goodbye to his city that said it's been a it's been a good ride, but it, the time has come to move up and move on. Wow, Antonio Brown officially requesting a trade. Yep, AB does not like where he's he he likes being the guy. Yeah, and he didn't like the way that offense was shaken. He didn't like the way they were doing things. They were very run heavy. And they were kind of splitting the a lot of the receptions. Like some games, it was all Juju. Some games, it was all AB. So I think that um, I think that he wants to go be the main man somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. So the real question is, well, there's a few things. Mm-hmm. Look at look at how that organization is falling apart. Yeah. For one. Yeah. Poor Steelers. Man, they they really can't catch a break. Poor Steelers with their they, with all their championships. Man, look, championships don't mean a thing if your team ain't got it together. Well, look at look at my Dallas Cowboys. You know, five time Super Bowl champions, but we we couldn't tell you left from right right now. Well, I don't I don't have a, a list offhand of um you know because you brought that topic up of 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 if the Browns could could shake up the league and go for you know the only guy that comes to mind is. Antonio and Brown. that's what I was getting at. That right. was that was my my slick little transition. Right. Yeah, no, see, I'm getting it, good it, at radio. And it, and it, I see that, and it, <laughs> and it got me. Um, and I didn't have a list, you know, to to, to counter you and say, you know, these are the available guys. Mm-hmm. And um, so, I I think that, in in the sense of competition, they had a great scenario over there when you had the killer bees, the three bees over there. You had Big Ben. A B and you had uh, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, and then w- within a matter of a few years, it was like y'all became dysfunctional. And you, you saw Ben decline as a QB. Right. You saw Bell become 
big headed superstar, which he rightfully well, so. I mean, he, and that's 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 the monster that the league has created. That's not Le'Veon Bell's fault. And I, I'm gonna tell something to a lot of the fans. If you don't know, running backs get used and abused, and they get dropped right after, right whenever there's time for them to actually get paid mm-hmm. to make that money because they do they largely do about. 35 40% of the heavy lifting on a team and they get they get paid near like the back 10% of the team. Mm. You know, and that's just the sad truth. They, yeah. The league gets a running back, they 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 scout a good one and then they roll through them, rip all the tread off that tire and then they get another one, you know. Right. And Le'Veon Bell is shown to be one like one of the most impressive backs I've seen. But the Steelers, I mean, their, their team is really falling apart at the expense of these stars that are looking to leave. Le'Veon mm-hmm. Bell sat out a whole season. Right, right. A.B. looking to trade and go somewhere else. He's mm-hmm. expressed he's not happy. Right. <laughs> ben is declining. But really, my question for you is, where does A.B. land? Mm. And well, what kind of impact does that... I know it's going to impact the Steelers negatively, of course. Yeah, of course. But yeah. what kind of impact does that give to the rest of the team that gets him? Well, let's get let's 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 open it. I mean, that this is that you have a a large bag to sift through here because, yeah. I mean, I'll give you a couple teams that you would you tell me if you'd like to see him there. Okay. Okay, the Forty Niners. A B and Jimmy G. Yeah, mainly just because I would love to hear announcers on my TV say A B. And Jimmy G in the same <laughs> sentence. Yeah, that's for, just for that reason. That's golden, alone. huh? Yeah, that's golden. Um, Jimmy G to AB, you know. Yeah. Right? I feel it. I, 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 I feel love. That right I mean, there. okay. What if the Patriots make a play? God, for I AB? hope not. Could you imagine AB and and Edelman on the field? I together? don't want to see it. I don't want it. I mean, yeah, AB wants to be the main man, but if he has the champ, the chance to go in and finish his career. With a team that's probably going to make another two or three Super Bowl runs, mm. I, I still don't want to see it. I, I think, I think Belichick isn't going after superstars because he's not going after ego. The he only went, he, the went only, after, he went after Josh Gordon, and 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 no other team was even going to touch Josh Gordon. Yeah, but here's the thing: Josh Gordon was dysfunctional, and he proved himself dysfunctional. AB is not, although he does. Does have a bit of an ego and loves loves doing yeah. commercials. Yeah, well, we and, still have yet his, to see if it's AB or if it's the Steelers franchise. And we his, have yet you to know, see. he's still building his brand mm-hmm. as a superstar, uh, and I think, I think he's too high profile of a star for Bill for Belichick to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And that sounds weird, but Belichick has this weird obsession with guys who have, who need to prove something. And AB doesn't have something that he doesn't mm-hmm. have the chip on his shoulder. Right. Well, he doesn't. He. He, the only thing that I can tell you, though, is that A.B. doesn't have that ring. He's got paid, but he hasn't got that ring mm-hmm. yet. And that, believe it or not, that's a big deal for a lot of players. You know, there's an old jazz song that says, It don't mean a thing if you ain't got that swing. But I say it don't mean a thing if you ain't got that ring. Ooh, hashtag. Wow. That's it don't mean a thing if you ain't got that ring. And that may be the motivation that A.B. needs. Pro Football IQ needs to go ahead and tweet A.B. <laughs> it don't mean a thing. We might get blocked. We... <laughs> A.B., that was not what we're going for. We... <laughs> it was meant to be motivational, buddy, I swear. We are on your side, brother. Um, okay, so what other teams could you see 
AB going to? So we've mentioned the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And we've mentioned the Patriots. Now, what about the Rams? You know, I don't know. I don't know that I would want to see him at the Rams. Mm. I think the Rams, I don't know if they have the cap space for, for an AB. Oh, they will because a lot of their guys was on one-year deals. This but they're, they're going to be re-signing a lot of mm-hmm. those guys. They're going to be letting imagine. some of those guys go and drafting. Yeah. We'll see. Um, they paid Endomican Sue. That was like a one-year run unless he takes a discount. That was a, just a let's let's go make a Super Bowl run mm-hmm. and give him a chance to win where he's not in, on some terrible team. Right. So uh, he's he's they're not re-signing him unless he takes a, a significant pay cut. And he was getting paid fourteen million last year. Oof. Yeah. So they're gonna have some some cap room. <laughs> Excuse me. Now, uh, <clears throat> I mean, I'd like to see the Browns make a play for him. There you go. That was that was the next one I was gonna get yeah. to. I'd I'd really like to see Baker. Uh, be able to have someone to sling it down the field to. Oh, to have his, like, connection with? Oh, my oh, gosh. Man. And then when he doesn't have that, his second read can be Jarvis? Wow. Yeah, I'd love to see it. Um, yeah. oddly, so you'd have A.B., Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, that's a Jarvis squad. Landry, David Njoku. That's a squad, That's dude. a squad, dude, with a nice defense. Uh, another team I'd like to see him go to. Man, I would like to see him in the Texans. Mm, no, I no, know that that's a, no. that's an off the wall no, hit. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. And AB AB right off the bat. First off, you'll make Hopkins mad. Hopkins will be pissed off. Yeah, he will be pissed off. And Antonio Brown, we, we may not be pissed off talking at the table, like when they're talking the dollars. But, but when, when he gets it, on when the he field. gets on the field and he realizes mm-hmm. how many targets that Hopkins is eating up, well, I think that's like, why I think situation. that's why you go for another superstar. Yeah, I think that's why. So you take the pressure off of Hopkins. Yeah. Although I know I know he wants those touches, mm-hmm. but man, imagine the damage you can do if you have mm-hmm. you double you double right. your chances. Yeah. Another place would uh, AB would look really good would be which, here you go. What if the Eagles got some money? What if they go for Le'Veon Bell and AB. Oof. Whoa. Oh, man, don't you even want... don't even put that in the universe. Oh yeah. Don't so even put that in the Alshon, universe, man. AB and Lev Bell. I mean, off right off the here's the deal. The Eagles, they have to either pony up and pay Jay Ajayi, which I recommend you do not do. I like Jay no, Ajayi, yeah. but he is injury prone. He's got bad legs. Mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell just come off of a year where he rested up. He is fresh, ready to rock. He will add a dimension to that team they have not had, even when they made their Super Bowl run. The only thing they had was Blunt just barreling dudes down. That was it. They didn't yeah. have any outside nice, smooth runs and routes and things. I mean, he can do both. He can catch and he can run. I would love that. And then you throw A.B. in there where Alshon isn't the number one anymore. Now Alshon can get matchups on that number two corner. And he doesn't have to eat up, you know, a bunch of receptions a game where he flourishes in just downfield shots. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, that team, they would go from from top five to top two. I think <clears throat> I think you'll see A.B. go to a team with a young but established quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't think you're going to see him go to another team with a veteran QB. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to make that – I think he's going to make that pretty clear. Uh, the more, the, you know, because initially I thought, man, how cool. I'm not a Saints fan, 
but how fun would it be to see Drew Brees sling it, yeah. sling it sixty yards, day, But you know, yeah. but but the more I think about it, I think his experiences with Ben mm-hmm. have taught him. It's probably I probably need to go where we're more dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't. That, again, that that's another scenario. He wants to go somewhere where he is going to be the unquestioned number one. He wants to be the first read in the offense. Mm-hmm. If he goes to the Browns, that's that's going to work. If he goes to the 49ers, that will work. Right. If he goes if he goes to the Rams, they can make that work. The problem is is that the number 1 wide receiver for the Rams is usually not the guy that gets the ball. It's usually the number 3 receiver getting yeah. it. Now, I'll tell you a place, <clears throat> a little X factor place where he would get the ball is if he went to the Broncos. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sh- so go ahead and break the news for the listeners. If so, you didn't know. A.B., if he were to make his way mm-hmm. to the Broncos, mm-hmm. we know that he would at least have, potentially, if all the deals go through, he'd have a very competent quarterback mm-hmm. in Joe Flacco. Yep. News broke yesterday of uh, of the deal of the ink not yet dry, <laughs> but it's more than more likely than not going to happen. Um, that Joe Flacco is making his mm-hmm. way right. to Denver. Right now, and this is an in principle deal. So, meaning what that means is is mutual handshake. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the ink's not dry. Right. So mutual handshake goes on right here. To where the and they, they it's against the league rules for them to even release the details, mm-hmm. but you know some people get the details. Right. So uh, it's reported that the Ravens and the Broncos have agreed on the on the trade, and they're going to send Flacco, who they were probably going to cut. This, Former Super Bowl MVP. Right. Joe Flacco. I, was that in two thousand and twelve? I, I don't know. I I don't know the date on it. Um, when he was when when that when he made his Super Bowl run, um, but they have agreed, and the deal uh, it involves a fourth round pick. So, the Broncos getting a quarterback that has been at the top of the mountain. He's seen the he he's already had a young guy come and take his spot, mm-hmm. you know. But he has a winning record in the league. He's a ten year starter. Only had one losing season as a starter. Mm-hmm. He's had seven road playoff wins, more than the entire Denver Broncos franchise quarterbacks combined. Yeah, more road playoff wins than all franchise quarterbacks for the Broncos combined. So you're getting a very experienced guy. Yes, he's declined. Yes, he may not be 100% healthy. But I think with all the additions and changes that, that's been made for the Broncos, this is the best scenario for them to go ahead and get a, a real veteran that is not a, a stopgap. He is a guy that can be the man until you have the succession plan. Yeah. So I like it. Um, I'm, I was hesitant about it when I first heard it. You know, that's my, my, my team, the Broncos. So I was very hesitant, but the more I thought about it, I liked it. I warmed up to it. 
I would like it a lot more if they go ahead and just rip the Band-Aid off and draft the succession plan this year in Drew Locke, which is my ace. Um, very similar quarterback style. I think this is a perfect situation. They are also smoke screening. A lot of teams know they were like sure fires to try to trade up. Mm-hmm. And this kind of mm-hmm. gives gives the the illusion that, hey, we have a quarterback. You're not going to pin us back and make us trade. So right. then maybe you'll get a more favorable trade from a team because, you know, they can't say, oh, for sure he's he wants this quarterback. You know what I mean? So instead of having to draft up and spend a lot of capital, maybe they get someone to cut him an easier deal. So <clears> with, <throat> with Flacco heading to Denver, mm-hmm. yep. that takes – that takes a pretty big toll on on the QB carousel for this season. It does. Now, one thing to watch for is this deal doesn't go through. It won't process until, until I believe, until March 13th. Yeah. So, the Jacksonville Jaguars are in work right now to land Nick Foles. Right. That's where it's rumored to be a prime destination for him to go in. And be the man, and there be no controversy behind him. Now, if something happens, if let's say, I don't know the specifics, but I believe that the Eagles still have some type of ability to uh, franchise tag or um, transition yeah. tag, some something to that, that extent. So, so what happened is he voided his, his 2019 option by paying the $2 by million. Paying the two million. Right. And the team can still franchise tag Foles. Exactly, he'll be getting paid somewhere around above twenty five million. Yeah, uh, twenty five million dollar backup to to Carson. Wow, that's that's a, that's that's a lot that's of pay. Intense. But yeah, but he's proved to be completely worth it both seasons. Yeah, yeah, off the Super Bowl alone. Yeah, so um, if if for some reason Jacksonville is not able to get their guy, which is Nick Foles. And they're gonna say, "Hey, uh, Baltimore, why didn't you give us a ring? You dealt the Broncos for a fourth rounder. We would have gave you a second rounder." Mm-hmm. Yikes! I mean, that it, it, it's there's nothing pinned to paper yet, so they could that could easily easily throw a wrench into all the agreements that have been played. If anything shakes up, any any curveball gets thrown. You know, uh, all's fair in love, war, and trades. There you go. So you you never know what could happen. Yep. And this is a professional business, but it's it can be cutthroat at times. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, do not do not count your chickens before they hatch. The Broncos still do not have Joe Flacco in the building and on the roster. So, so uh, until that ink is dry, right? It's all it's all circumstantial. Um, now we can now we can speculate. We can but, speculate. Uh, so let's let's do what that that's always so fun for us to do is play uh, franchise GM. So let's say that Flacco it does work out with Emmanuel Sanders getting hurt mm-hmm. and and there not being a timetable or um, <clears throat> any any security there. Does A B fit in Denver? I think I think with. This is circumstantial. If Flacco's there, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yeah, it does you have to? AB doesn't work there unless you have a competent QB. Yep, yep. And what Big Ben likes to do is throw nice deep shots to AB post routes. You know, uh, mm-hmm. 
midfield slants, things like that. And AB eats that up. He loves that. Joe Flacco, you can't name name one awesome receiver in the last few years that Joe Flacco has had. Right. You know, and he gets knocked a lot, but he hasn't had much talent to work with. Right. You know, name one great running back they've had. You, in the last you haven't few years. you haven't really seen a great run from you them. You haven't. You haven't. I mean, they always present a great defense, but that's where it stops. Mm-hmm. You know, and Joe Flacco's getting pounded all the time, so. Um, I think that he's going to be going into a good situation. He understands he has a few years left in him. He wants to play. I think that John Elway, he remember when they made that Super Bowl run, he made that big splash in free agency, spent a ton of money. So I think this is one of them, one of these right here where John Elway picks up the phone and says, will you take a next year's second for AB? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of teams don't want to deal with him. He's 29. He's on the backside now. He might be more of a headache than he's worth. But um, with the leadership and the and the coaching we have in the Broncos organization now, I think they can handle that. Right. Absolutely. They know they know how to handle superstars there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I'm really I'm really hoping that AB lands somewhere where he can just ball out. Because mm-hmm. uh, it it sucks not seeing him. You know. Yeah. Be be great. Right, and he, when he has that in him, mm-hmm. uh, so hopefully he can go somewhere where you, where you really see him be able to, be at his peak performance, and uh, expand on his brand and and become the the superstar that he always wants to be. Right. To be. All right, so let's do something real quick, uh, just for fun. Go ahead and give me your hot take where you think that uh, AB is gonna land. Hopeful, the Browns. The Browns. That's, I love that. That's, it does. It does feel so that's good. That's my hope. Yeah, yeah. Just because I, I love Baker Mayfield, um, and I would love to see him have a squad, mm-hmm. and you know, like I I wanted I wanted to feel like someone got on 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 their franchise on Madden. Baker and, and Brown. <laughs> like <laughs> I wanted I wanted to feel like someone got on their franchise mm-hmm. and drafted on their franchise. Yeah, and that's kind of what this squad is feeling out and yeah. turning into. That would be great. I'd I'd love to see it. What uh, about you? For me. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, as much as I uh, disagree with the actual move, I'm going to say the 49ers. Uh, AB showing a lot of interest there. He really likes Jimmy G. Even even when Jimmy G was hurt, that offense proved to be competent. So um, I think that's where he ultimately wants to go. I think he's more obsessed with uh, wearing the, uh, the uniform. Mm-hmm. And uh, being a part of the 49ers than he is of thinking about the scheme, which is uh, Kyle Shanahan. They run a lot of uh, that West Coast where it does require your receivers to block pretty well downfield. And if you know AB, he's more about getting the ball in his hands than he is about getting his hands dirty. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think uh, it sounds great at first for him, but uh, he might find out that it's not as good as he thought. So we had a lot shake up in football this week with Kareem uh, being signed to the Browns, A.B. requesting his trade, Flacco. Yep. It will happen. It Flacco's, will happen. A Bron- Flacco's a Bronco, yep. as far as we know. Yep. And Any more rhymes we can come up with that? Ah, man. That's all we got. Uh, you know. that. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst Flacco, rapper I know. I'm terrible. Just Flacco in, Keenum out. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it doesn't rhyme, but it right. works. It's, yeah. it's a Keenum. headline. Keenum's going to get flipped um, here shortly. A team is going to be in need of a backup quarterback mm-hmm. who 
Uh, and, I mean, as we all know, Case Keenum is the 33rd best quarterback in the league. So, uh, <laughs> man, I love that. I love that fans of their team get to rag on their team in the way that no one else can. Like I can, I can talk crap about the Cowboys, but if you talk crap about the Cowboys, we're it's scrapping. Yeah, we're scrapping. Yeah. If if you talk crap about the Broncos, it's all good. But the minute I start, <laughs> you be you, you mad. Watch, you watch your mouth. You be big mad. <laughs> but there's a ton of news. In football this week, and I'm, you know, I'm really excited to finally be able to break it all down. We covered all the NFL headlines that, we, that really that we noticed, and uh, we're gonna move on to talk about the AAF and even some college football news uh, that broke this week. So super excited to to bring that to you in segment two. But before then, we have to bring you these quick words from our sponsors. We'll be right back with more pro football IQ. You can find Pro Football IQ on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and many more coming soon. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and on Twitter at Pro Football IQ to stay up to date with everything happening this week in football. If I want to hear awesome NFL talk, I just check out Pro Football IQ, hosted by Dallas Thomas and Joe Baglio. Do you have a question for the show? Or maybe you just want to share your thoughts with a diverse community of football fans just like yourself. Well, that's never been easier than right now. All you have to do is download the Anchor app and you can send in a voice recording of everything that you'd like to talk about. And it can be featured on this week's episode of Pro Football IQ. Don't miss out on your chance to let your voice be heard here at Pro Football IQ, the podcast that breaks down the X's and O's of everything happening this week in football. And we're back with more Pro Football IQ. Welcome back to Pro Football IQ. We are in segment two of the show. Yeah, you made it halfway through. We're almost to the end. Almost. We're almost to the end already. We just got started. No. It's Podcast rough, man. Is life. It's rough, man. I feel like there should be more. I know. There should be more, man. I just wanted to say thank you so much to everybody uh, who is who's been faithful listeners to the show. You know, we're on episode six. And uh, we're we're coming up on two hundred listens, mm, man. That feels good, huh? Coming up on two hundred downloads. How about that? That feels great. That man. is pretty good. That's pretty good. That's uh that's pretty awesome. I'm I'm so excited that uh you know we have some some fans who are just excited and you know just fans of football mm-hmm. who who just yep. want to have a platform and have a space to be able to talk and communicate uh what they're what they're feeling what they're thinking um. Of everything that's happening this week in football, plug for the show mm. uh, this week in football. But 
thank you so much for you guys listening. Uh, I know you have to, you got to sit through through some of our, our jokes and, and our, <laughs> our our inside jokes and talks that we do. And uh, man, we just want to say thank you so much yeah. for listening to Pro Football IQ. And we, we really want, we want you to call in, man. Of course. Yeah. We, it, we had our we had our first call into yeah, the show, it, man. We yep. we featured it last week. It was uh, awesome. It was it was kind of subtle, yeah. but uh, I slipped it in there. It was it was after the, after the show dropped. I was able because right. Anchor is such a good good platform. Yeah, shout out great. shout out to the sponsor. You right. know we're we're sponsored by by a couple of different platforms. We're sponsored by by the Black Tux, and we just want to say thank you so much um, for sitting through sitting through uh, advertisements. As I know no one bills, no one say. no one loves ads, but uh, I really appreciate you guys listening because uh, for every for every time you listen to those ads, it, it just it goes to support us even more. Right. Uh, so support our sponsors and they support us. And it, it all kind of works together. But uh, thank you so much to, to the Black Tux. Thank you to Anchor. Man, Anchor is really cool. And this isn't an ad for Anchor. Right. We, we do a spot on the show for Anchor. Giving yeah, it's already, yeah. This but is Anchor's, not, Anchor's yeah. such a cool platform, man, We're with us being able to change the show on the fly if we want to, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, being able to add in calls from, right. from listeners. That is a feature that no other, I'm telling you, I listen to a ton of different uh, uh, apps where, you, where I podcast on, and I have not heard that on any other app. I think most shows just don't trust their listeners enough to let them call in. <laughs> hey, you can call in and we'll feature you on the show. <laughs> uh, maybe so so shout out to Carlos uh, for for his right, for his call right. in um, and and, on, and just to, to plug Carlos I mean Carlos has a great show himself uneducated covers, sports talk yep, yep he uh, yeah. yep and you can check him out on YouTube he has the him and his him and his crew they run the uneducated sports network so uh, they cover all kinds of stuff and uh, I mean you know they they really have a vast reach. And they have a lot of people that have been doing some really cool things for a while now. So uh, go check them out. He's a faithful listener. And uh, y'all call in, man. I mean, like we said, we're, we're trying to get some things going. And we want to get get our listens up. We want to break 200. And uh, we we're, we're going to do that. We we're, will. We will. We're going to do that on yeah. this episode. That, I, I think, that, I think that's a milestone, man. I, I, this, I'd love for this to be our most listened to episode cool. of PFBIQ. And man, you know, I'm I'm just excited for for fans to be able to have a platform to to talk about things that are happening in football. And I think right. that I think um, now that the NFL's done and kind of everybody's got that sour taste of football out of their mouth because right. that's what Roger well, that's what Roger Goodell does to people mm-hmm. is he kind of takes the air out of the room. And I think the AAF is going to be that breath of fresh air for people right. who love watching football but don't care about the the politics. And the uh, the the ego stroking that you have to do in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So I think you're just getting you're gonna have to you're gonna have a fun football outlet at this point, right. and that's what we want to do here. We want to be able to cover that. We want to talk about, it. and we want to break it down so that you can understand what's mm-hmm. going on and, and get acquainted with these new teams and players who you may have seen their name before, but you probably haven't. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, I, I follow college ball pretty closely, and uh, I still don't recognize a lot of the names that are. That are on my screen on CBS on Saturday nights and Sundays. Right, right. But uh, man, we again, we just want to say thank you so much if you're listening to the show. You guys are the best. You're the reason why we do it, um, and we want to continue to bring you the best coverage of yep. football there is, regardless of what what brand of football that is. If that's the yep. NFL, if it's the AAF, if, if I'd love it if it's we, the if, if it's do. the XFL. But uh, you know, we're gonna bring you the best coverage of football that there is. Yeah, we don't discriminate. We love all football. So getting into all football, the uh, the college power rankings dropped this week. Enlighten me. So the the top ten teams, which they they dropped more, but I've got the top ten here. Yeah, most relevant. And uh, they put you know uh, the top. Let's, let's 10. go from let's go from uh, yeah, let's worst start to first. from the top. Yeah. 
So coming in at, at number ten is Oregon. I like that. They, I now, like that. They finished. They finished twenty eight. Uh, the twenty eighteen season at thirty first mm-hmm. in the power rankings. Yeah. Well, they had. Um, they've. Uh, I want to say they've had a good couple of years. They might have slid a little bit last year, but um, they. I think the reason why they're getting that bump is, uh, I think it's because Justin Herbert is going to be returning, and I know a lot of us in Louisiana we say a bear. Uh, but up there, they don't say A-Bear. They say They need Herbert. to get it together. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just where he's from. That's the way they pronounce it. So, uh, But, yeah, him returning, I think, gives him a legit shot to be in the college playoffs. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Coming in at number nine is Auburn. Now, I do like this. Auburn mm-hmm. uh, finished the season ranked 12th last year. And uh, I think to see them ranked nine is pretty fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have um, – I haven't followed a lot of prospects for them, so uh, I couldn't give you any insight. Auburn, regardless of of the roster, is usually always a top tier team. Okay. Um, so you know, I think I think uh, putting them at nine is fair. And coming in at number eight is Florida. Mm-hmm. I kind of you, you you don't ever mm. really you don't expect <laughs> to see Florida out of the top ten. Right. Uh, so. To see them here, uh, they, they finished 2018 season at ranked 11th. Yeah, so they're coming in at 8. Yeah, so I, I think that's I think That's, that's fair. fair yeah. That's a fair. Um, mm, coming infamous, in at number, The infamous one himself. Here's, here's <laughs> the one I think that everyone will agree. One of these is not like the other. One of these is not the same. Mm-hmm. Um, coming in at number 7, Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Well, now they finished 7th. Ranked seventh last year, right? And so they're they're starting this year at ranked seven. Yeah. Okay. Start off where you left with off. yeah, but the way that they were absolutely embarrassed mm. in the playoffs. Yes, but I counter with Clemson did the same thing to Bama. Mm. They no. There's okay, a it was. There. When's the last time you saw Bama get turned into a snooze fest? There's a difference there. I mean that that's in the national. That's those are the two top teams. Right. So you can't. So I'm saying don't don't say that Bama didn't deserve to be there. I was on board with that statement myself. But after watching the way that Clemson played against Bama, I realized that Clemson was just that kind of team. Right. Now I I agree, but I also look at it. There's still say, a couple of other teams. Yeah, you're the right. The fact that the fact that Notre Dame is is seventh. And Ohio didn't crack the top ten, is mm-hmm. kind of a joke to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I I don't I don't love That's Ohio, yeah. but the fact that they're not in the top ten and Notre Dame is after an mm-hmm. embarrassing performance now right. that adjusted for inflation, right. um, looking looking at Clemson versus Bama, sure maybe you you can throw a little love toward toward Notre Dame, but mm-hmm. man. That's that's a that's yeah. a hard sell for me. It's always hard to evaluate them. But I mean, we'll we'll see as this season shakes out, as this upcoming season shakes mm-hmm. out. Uh, ranked sixth this year is uh, OU Oklahoma, mm-hmm. making their way downtown, walking Man, isn't fast. It, isn't it impressive that they, look at this little run they've had, like of their like who? What college teams get to have that that type of quarterback play, like Man, across it, the board for that many years? Like that's. I mean, I know I say that many years, like it's like, uh, you know, but in college there's so much turnover. Right. You know, and so for them to go from Baker 
right. to, to Kyler, right. and now going to, to Jalen Hurts, which mm. we covered. Spoiled. I think we covered this in episode we did. two. We did. We did cover this. This is a big topic, but it's been kind so of on if the you, back if burner. You, if, you, if you want to know more, if maybe if you didn't know about Jalen Hurts going uh, going to Oklahoma, you can check back on episode two of Pro Football IQ, where we cover in depth yeah. uh, what this, a show. this transition. Um, it was a great show. Oh, that was a good show. It was. It was good. And we had yeah. some audio issues with yep. that show. Yeah. But uh, if you stick around and listen to it, it is, it is worth a listen. But episode two, we cover a lot of this talk about about Jalen Hurts going to Oklahoma and what a what a transition that's going to be for him. Uh, I yeah. think I think you're going to see him go in with a chip on his shoulder, mm-hmm. walking into this into this new environment, new school for him. I think that'll and, be a uh, senior year. I think I think he's a junior. Could be wrong. Okay. But. Going him going into a new environment, he he's going to have a chip on his shoulder, and he's going to be ready to take the world by storm mm-hmm. at Oklahoma. Yeah, I agree. I I think that he's going to bring bring his A game, and uh, if nothing else, you're going to see him come in and try to um, establish himself as a, a player with the ability to stand in the pocket and make throws. Something yeah. that's been knocked on him quite a bit, which is why he's never really been considered. Um, in any of the draft talk to be even a, a mid-round flyer. Um, he's kind of like a poor man's version of Kyler Murray with a little more size. Um, but, I mean, then again, Kyler Murray could come into the league and set it on fire. So if that happens, then that definitely helps Jalen Hurts' stock. Right. So I think this is nothing else than to come in and give Bama a run for their money and show that Jalen Hurts is more than what people have seen. Uh, so coming in at number five, Michigan. They were ranked sixth at the end of last season. Mm-hmm. They always have a good team. I like what they do over there. Uh, Harbaugh, he's he's a great mind. And uh, there was talk of him coming back to the back to the NFL. Boy, uh, would that have been fun. Yeah. Uh, Broncos were, were trying to see if he was interested in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it started looking like he wasn't going, because uh, Michigan at one point was talking about possibly letting him move on. And he said, you know, if they're going to have me, I'm going to stay. And this is what I, you know, I love it here. This is where I'm going to be. So then they quickly moved on to, remember in the middle of the season, um, Baltimore was possibly talking about if they missed the playoffs that they were going to let Harbaugh go. Yeah. So, which is his brother. So we we were kind of, whichever one is open and available, we're going to take, you know, Mm -hmm. for the Broncos. So, um, but yeah, they're they're great coaches, uh, both of those guys. So. Uh, I deservedly so that he should he should definitely be there. I think that they're gonna have a squad. So moving on to number Now, if you didn't know, I had to throw some extra love in there for my Bayou Bengals coming in at number four, my LSU Fighting Tigers. Hmm. It's good. They cracked the top four, man. I, I love that. You know, it's just really good to see LSU in a prominent position coming into this season uh, and getting the respect mm-hmm. from uh, from this from this board and from this panel who, who put this list together. Right. I'm excited to see them not just in the top ten, but in the top four. They've been paying some, some dues, man. It's been a rough go. Um, you know, I remember whenever Coach O did take over and uh, we, we weren't sure – you know how that was even going to play out. So. I was—I'm not going to lie—I was a big critic of Coach O, yeah, yeah, um, just because I, I hold LSU so so near and dear to There's my such heart. Such a high I mean, standard. Um, and so to see someone who I, I really wasn't sure of taking the helm and uh, taking the leadership of that team, it, it 
I wasn't sure about it. But seeing him perform over the last couple of seasons, man, he, he's really kind of proven himself right. to me. Right. Um, I've had the chance to meet him. Uh, really, I've got a, I've got a go Tigers. I'll, I'll slip it into. I'll slip the soundbite of my That's go awesome. Tigers with him into the That's show. That's awesome. Uh, but man, I, I love seeing LSU in the top four. We we had a really rough end of the season mm-hmm. last year with really? our, our our the heartbreaker of of our seven overtime game with mm. with A and M. Oh, that's right. I do remember that. I mean, I didn't. I didn't watch it, but I remember keeping up with that. Uh, it's hard for me because I follow so much, so much pro football. Uh, I don't. I don't pay attention to a lot of the college stuff until it's time for the draft, and then I go back and watch tape on specific guys. But man, I do love the Tigers, and I would love to see them make some some playoff runs. You know, I'm just. I'm excited to. Uh, I'm. I'm ready for September to be here, <laughs> so I can. So I can be in Baton Rouge and, yeah. and be at Death Valley. It's been. I don't think I really got to go to an LSU game this season mm. and or this past season. So really, I'm ready. Yeah. I, I you, you get that feel. If you've never been to Tiger Stadium, yeah. you get that feeling mm-hmm. in your in your soul, in your spine, <laughs> and it makes you all tingly. <laughs> There's something about Tiger Stadium right. that can't be replicated. And man, I, I'm I'm excited to see them. I know that they're going to have the biggest chip on their shoulder, probably in college football. Yeah. Um, Knowing that they beat the national champions, <laughs> can they do it again? Can they? Can we repeat? Yeah. Have you got? Have they released the schedule yet? So you can see. Uh, I can probably pull up the schedule. Okay. You know, I'm interested. Um, I'm interested if was it if that's UCF, right? Yeah. I'm interested if they're going to make it in the top ten this year. Um, if they can get, if they pull off another uh, another really good season, if they can maybe. Make some hay to try to get you know push themselves into the spotlight and get into that that college playoffs. I'd like to see them just going ahead and expand the playoffs. Why why aren't we going um, eight teams? There there know? should be. It really it, should. It There's should too be. many college teams for you to only have four people. Yeah, like four, or four teams. I'm sorry. Uh, so let's see. Getting into into the LSU season, um, we're not going to do this for everybody, but we'll show some love for my Bayou Bengals. Uh, Georgia Southern is going to be their first game of their season. Uh, then we're going to play Texas. We're going to play the Longhorns for the second week. Uh, we're going to play Northwestern State or Louisiana, mm, Louisiana natives. University. Yeah, natives. Um, That's actually gonna... not a, a rollover game right there. I mean, no, Northwestern has usually got a good team. Uh, then we have LSU versus Vandy. 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 Vandy fan. Man, uh, yeah, you are a Vandy fan. <laughs> <laughs> we were able to go to the Texas Bowl. Yeah. So uh, we watched uh, Vandy and um, Baylor. And shout uh, out Vandy. You know, I I rolled with Baylor and we got the dub. Baby. I'm a lifelong Baylor fan oh, too. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> in I, the I, last I five flipped, seconds of I the game, I flipped the script so many times in that game. Before I, the clock hit zero, no one, huh? no one knew. I I didn't even think I knew how to read. I flipped that script so many times. Uh, and then after Vandy, we have Utah State, right. and in October, beginning our, our October schedule, uh, October twelfth is. Florida versus LSU. That'll be a good one. Nineteenth is LSU versus Mississippi State. That'll be a good game. As yeah. Well. This, wow. Look at that that's, stretch. That's a, that's a tough oh schedule. No, that's read a, that stretch off a, so okay. people can see it. So I think this is a, a seven or eight week stretch, but uh, it begins with Florida because I'm not going to put Utah State in yeah. there. Um, beginning with Florida, starting in, in October twelfth, Florida, and then the week after we have Mississippi State. The following week is Auburn. Uh, the following week after that is Bama. <laughs> we have Mississippi. Wow. We have Ole Miss. 
and then we have Arkansas, and then A and M. That is that is a rough schedule. That dude. is a that is what is that three teams in the top that are ranked in the top ten of the power rankings? Like yeah. what back uh, to back almost? Let's see. We have or it's Florida. with one game in between. Yeah. So you got Florida, then you go Mississippi State. They're not in the top ten, but then you go Auburn and Bama back to back. Right. That's rough. That's that's gonna be. If they pull, if they can pull two of those games, preferably the one against Bama. Well, we're we're gonna have a bye. From what I can see here, we're gonna have a bye week between Auburn and Bama. That's that's terrible. No, no, I don't like that. I don't like that. That's gonna be good for us. I think that uh, you 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 wanna see Saban is the kind of guy you want to catch him while he's maybe catch him with some surprises and maybe get him while he's stagnant. That's a, a rough stretch of the season right there. I would love to just be able to play him. Does he come off of a bye? Let me look at his schedule. It's weird, man. Sometimes the way the way that uh, buys affect schedules is is very interesting to me because some teams thrive off of a bye and it hurts other teams. You know, you get out of out of sync. It really just I really think it depends on the way that you approach it and what kind of game plan you run. You know, and what kind of system if it affects you know your your guys' rhythm and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. but um, uh, it, from what I can see here, it looks like we're both going to be coming off of buys. That's going to be, dude. That's going to be wild. It, that's going to be a game with whoever starts hot quick. Yeah, you know. Um, we'll we'll see. I mean, yeah. the the Tigers. Uh, <sighs> They're taking a hit, man. They're taking a hit, dude. They've losing some stars. I mean, you lost the biggest star that's ever been in that in that program. Cole Cole Tracy. Tracy. <laughs> Cole Tracy's my guy. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna get. He's gonna go undrafted, but um, he will get. He'll probably be one of the top kickers picked. Number up. one overall over Kyler. <laughs> <laughs> Cole Tracy is my guy, man. Oh, I'm sorry, man, as we said, I'm, the iron leg I'm, himself. I'm betting it all on Cole. Chips are all I'm going, in. I'm going double or nothing. Yeah, on Cole Tracy. Is, is, did you did you get him on your Madden squad? Uh, he is my backup QB mm. on my Madden. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> oh, every play we go trick trick field goals. That's it. <laughs> uh, but moving on out of out of number four into into number three is Georgia. At number three, they're they're coming out the same way they. I like that. They're coming in the same way they went out at number three. Mm. Uh Georgia, I, they're going to be a formidable team again this season. Uh, I'm excited to see what they do. Uh, and then moving on to number two, Bama. Mm. Coming in, again, coming in the same way they went out at number two. Right. Uh, I think the I'm hoping that we don't see another year of Bama and Clemson in the finals. <laughs> I don't want to see it again. Um, it's it's coming down. You know, it, it feels like. It feels like that stretch where where it's like it was Golden State. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was Golden State versus LeBron. Yep. And yeah. uh, oh, I'm I'm just hoping we don't get that same sequence over and over mm-hmm. and over again. Uh, but that's what happens when you have two amazing programs, right. and it feels yeah. like sometimes that it feels like you're themselves. playing the boys versus the men. You yep. know. Yep. Um, and that's kind of what that's what Clemson feels like. Agreed. Uh, Clemson is so far ahead of of every other organization that they play. Man, sometimes it doesn't even feel fair. Right. Uh, I. And that's why I say, man, that we I really want to see the the college playoffs extended, and that would that would be great if they could if they could do that. Then you maybe you wouldn't see the same teams. You know, you, you add another dynamic. You know, be, having your guys learn to play tough or be conditioned goes a long way. You know, mm-hmm. like if they did the hard work and their guys are in shape. 
you know, that could come and pay off. But whenever you only have four teams going into the playoffs, you can't. That doesn't, you know. Yeah, uh, and you know, I think with with a guy like Trevor Lawrence leading leading uh, Clemson yeah, I Tigers, I expect him to be back. I expect him to be back. Oh, he, he's a freshman. No, I'm he's, saying he's I expect be, I expect you expect Clemson the dominance to, to be back. I expect yeah. Clemson to make another run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I'm just I'm excited to see Trevor Lawrence to see what he does and what he brings to the table in his sophomore year. His yeah. sophomore year. What if he three beats? Oh then, my And then he's gosh. like, I'm hitting the draft, and he's number one overall. You got teams trading four first round picks to try to. <laughs> the Raiders are like, we're gonna ride with Derek Carr. We're gonna keep trading all the first rounders away, stacking more first rounders and second rounders. <laughs> They're not even gonna draft third rounders. They're just gonna have a bunch of first and second round picks. Hey, dude, you do what you gotta <laughs> do. Uh, but yeah, I'm super excited to see. Uh, I'm glad a little college football was able to drop this week and shake it up a little bit. Uh, yeah. Just because, I, man, college football. I love college football so yeah. much. Uh, it's it's a breath of fresh air uh, for for me during the regular NFL mm-hmm. football season. It kind of gives me it's my own little reality right. that that's away from from the the bad taste that gets in my mouth from from the Goodell product. <laughs> and uh, man, I, I'm just I'm excited to see what happens with that. But moving on. Uh, there, there was a little bit more that happened in in the football world this week. Yeah, and that was the introduction to the AAF. Now, I I really I had low expectations. Uh, you know, we you you mentioned it earlier on the show that we didn't even know if this was something we were going to cover. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Surely we would we would have talked about they it. Forced their way into the spotlight. But they. They fought and clawed their way into. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I didn't do I didn't do much research on ratings, but I'm curious to see what the NFL's ratings were for for some of their you know lower tier games, right? Um, and see where this compares. But I do know that they they head to head beat the beat mm-hmm. the NBA right in, in their headliner game that was happening Saturday right. night, and you know, they drew in a two point one, which I is wouldn't, I wouldn't unheard of for a debut. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there was some incentives in their contracts, like especially with this first season, like being that first game. Could you imagine if like the coaches, like guys, so you do know that uh, whoever has the biggest hit of the first game of the season gets like a one million dollar bonus. Like, can you imagine? Well, here's the thing. I think up? I think these guys are competing for spotlight uh, more than any because they've kind of expressed that this is. This is the developmental league yeah. for for the NFL. Yep. the The end goal here is not to develop, is not to establish this as its own standalone brand, right? But more to be a developmental right. system, to and be that, a, a developmental farm for the NFL. Yeah, and that allows them, um, that allows them to succeed in the the long term sense that they'll have a mutual um, alliance, if you will, with the NFL. Well, that because works out all right. <laughs> there you go. So. And, it's and, almost like they planned that. Right, exactly. So, and I think that's what they're getting at is that they want their brand to be thought of when you talk about the NFL. Yeah. Like, oh, remember when that guy played in the AAF, mm-hmm. or or you remember that guy that used to dominate in the NFL? He's in he's in the AAF, and he he's loving playing authentic football. Yeah. You know. So I think what these guys are going out there each and every week. Uh, they're going to go out there and fight for the highlights. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to get impact plays. They yeah. want they want to go viral on Twitter. They want the tape. And if they if they can go viral on Twitter, if they can share if someone can share a gif, if someone can share a clip, 
that's what they want yep. so that they can get their exposure and their name out there so that they can field the offers because dude the offers are already coming in for these qbs mm-hmm. the offers are already there yeah. uh who was it let me let me double check was but, that birmingham yeah it was the qb for for uh the birmingham iron um began getting he got eight <laughs> offers uh from from what i understand yeah. he got uh the iron qb louis perez louis perez i'm not sure how you pronounce it um got eight different offers from nfl teams but rejected them all to continue playing for Birmingham. you know why because he's in a position right now where he's 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 having fun He's in, he's in, he's involved in this. Like, remember what we said in the last episode that this is something that's never we've never seen this before. Mm-hmm. So he's he is doing something that he's like, you know, I'll probably never get this chance again. Like, if I if I leave now, and then someone takes my spot and I go and I don't get, become what I want in the NFL, I might have missed out on being the guy on that team. You know. Well, I think the longer you stay in this league, at least at the beginning. You get to prove your worth because I think a lot of these teams who, who if you sent him an offer, you saw the flash in the pan. Right. You, you saw the very mm-hmm. tip of the iceberg right. for, for Luis Perez. Um, but I think the more you see this guy play, the more you're going to like him. Right. right. So maybe maybe the incentive for him here uh, of saying not yet NFL. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think maybe that's that's one hundred. That's a... that's the destination. But that's not the road he's taking right, right. now. I think I think he's going to field for a better. He's going to continue to perform oh, yeah. and try to do it at the best and level he can. And, and then he's going to field his offers and then make the move. But you can't make the move on week one. Right. Of course. Yeah. Because I mean, you're you're he has a benefit right now mm-hmm. because in in the sense that the NFL is in the off season. There's there's no OTAs right now. There's yeah. no you know they're still working through the combine and the draft process. So. Uh, there's no workouts. There's no you know hitting, no throwing, no working with coaches. So right now he's honing his craft. He's working on things. Coaches that are sitting on the couch right now going, you know, I really need to draft a quarterback. And then they look at this and they say, you know what, I might have found my guy right here. I don't even need to draft a quarterback. And they mm-hmm. go a completely different direction. And this is where where scouting is so fun. And and when you when you pay attention, you can see what's going on. If if you are a super fan of football, this is awesome because. There's things that can happen in the AAF that can affect your team. You know, yeah. if your if your team has great scope, great I almost put scouts and coaches together, but coaches, <laughs> coaches, but uh, great scouts and coaches, then then that is a, a, just a deadly combination, man. You can yeah. you can really, I mean, look, prime example, Bill Belichick. He picks his guys. Mm-hmm. He coaches his guys. It makes a huge difference. It's it's always comes down to your decisions of. The character of the players, the types of players, where they came from, you know, did you actually research them or did you take someone else's word for it? Mm-hmm. And I love seeing this. Um, and why not stay and play? Be the man for that team. Keep getting paid. And you know what else I'm interested in? Is I know that we read that the most of the base salaries were three years, two hundred twenty-five thousand. Yeah, now is that is that the cap? Like you can't make more than that. I, I honestly, they probably haven't even de- they have probably haven't even released the details. Yeah, on. they're still they're still evolving as right. a league. I'm sure um, I'm sure quarterbacks are getting paid more than that. Yeah, it just it just doesn't make sense because otherwise they would constantly lose quarterbacks. Yeah, to you the you NFL. have to you have to at least compete right uh, with those salaries or at least compete against. Working at Costco, you know, right. you, you've got to be able to pay more than uh, than being, you know, yeah. just a regular because the guy. Vet, if even if even if you go in and you're only a backup, the vet minimum 
is like seven hundred fifty thousand. Right. Seven hundred fifty. So you you can make triple that sitting on a bench in the right. NFL. In but one I think. Year. But here's the thing. I think a lot of guys who are who are playing football at, in, on the professional level at they're all. They're just enjoying they, playing. They're, they're right not. There. They're not going for. Sure, you can make the money by sitting on the bench, mm-hmm. but you also want to be able to make your name known and be able to be on the field for right. the sport that you love, not yeah. just watching. The not they're play. they're not always going to get a chance to be the guy throwing touchdowns on TV, right? You know. Uh, so, so to break down a little bit of week one, uh, I'm going to break down week one, and then we're going to go quickly into the power rankings and All go right. kind of the same way we did for college. Um, so we have the Orlando Apollo beating the Atlanta Legends. Mm, they did put a beat down forty on. to six. Ooh. Man, that reminds me of my uh, heartbreaking Super Bowl loss for my Broncos when they got beat down by Seattle. It was, it was rough. That was a rough. It was a yeah. rough day. Yeah. If we would have won that game, they would have said that was the greatest offense that ever was in the NFL. Right. Uh, so or the Apollo, I, I really like the. You Apollo. said you was like, man, they got something. Going I on. I do like the Apollo. They uh they even started the game with with a guy who was on the Apollo Seven mission, wow. bringing out the game ball, and I was like, man, that's so cool. That is awesome. Like, that's pretty. That's they pretty actually sick. have some authenticity to what they're doing. Yeah. So like for each team. There, there's kind of a piece of the culture of that city I like that's that. there. So it's not just like a random situation. You know? I want to hear what Atlanta Legends got going on. I bet right. there's something cool going it, on It's there. like their, their logo's cool. It's like oh, purple. Oh, cool. that purple it's that with purple, that. It's that purple crown. Yep. Uh, with that with that gold. Yeah. Oh, man, I love it, that. It's, it's, it's super cool. Like, I, I'm really enjoying uh, seeing more of uh, the AAF. Um, and then moving on to kind of our confirmed... Agreed upon favorite team of this league, <laughs> uh, the San Antonio Commanders. SAC. Man, I, I do like the Commanders yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They beat the San Diego. They beat, uh, what are they, are they, the San Diego Fleet? Yep, I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, San Diego Fleet. They beat them 15-6. Uh, to six. Mm, and we were, we were able to watch some of that. That was the yeah, game we the, saw the on the computer. Hit, with the big hit. Yeah, yeah. That was the game we saw on our on our laptop while we were actually while recording we were the so show. While we were so hyped up. Yep, I remember That's, that. If you, look, if you go back to last week's episode, episode five. Uh, what a show. <laughs> the second segment is us just Reaction. having a good time. It's all reactionary to the to the huge plays going on. is real-time yeah. stuff. We're, we're just having a good time watching watching football and, and recording, which we weren't planning on doing that. It, we were going to record the show anyway, and football happened to be yeah. on. And uh, man, it made it made for some exciting <laughs> coverage. You know what this um, makes me? You know what this reminds me of? Is is like, did you ever like think, like if you could reimagine the NFL, if if you could take teams and change? If I could reimagine, it? if I could reimagine football, that's the XFL, don't you know? <laughs> that's the tagline: XFL football reimagined. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, Little plug it, for XFL. but you know, but you know what? I mean, AAF is doing it right now, so I, I'm you're right. I, I'm interested right. to see. I'm interested to see how the XFL responds. Like, what do they bring? Are we are we even this much excited when the XFL drops? You know? I hope so. I hope that the same level of excitement is here for the XFL. Because uh, if people, because I'm on Instagram with with, and it, it feels like there's a boom of AAF fans and oh, hopefully yeah. that same boom can be mm-hmm. recreated right. um, with with the XFL. So moving on to to the next game. This was the first which I I <laughs> I hate seeing people do this. Um but this was the first blowout in AAF history. 
<laughs> now, when you use that term on a league that started yesterday, yeah, that's everything. This is the first time someone breathed for the thirty-sixth time in a game. <laughs> Most tackles in AAF. History. This is the first time someone breathed for the forty-sixth time in an first, AAF first, game. First touchdown and. <laughs> Yeah, I get you. Like, man, come on. Everything is history at this point. Like, you're right. creating history. You're you don't creating have... history, yeah. So this is the let, first. Let them bathe in the spotlight. Let them have the spotlight. Let them let live for a second. But this is the first blowout in AAF history. Uh, the Birmingham Iron trouncing the, uh, my God. They absolutely shut up. Everything down um, in Memphis. Who are they? The, the Memphis Memphis, Memphis Express. Oh, Memphis! You expressly got your tail whipped. You, you, yeah. <laughs> you need to express your interest on on getting out of football. Getting, uh, Birmingham gosh. Iron destroyed you. At it just 20, made a team two weeks ago. Give them a break. Twenty six to zero. Twenty six to zero. Twenty six to zero. I don't know. I the think, first shutout in a yeah, history. Hey, you know. But you know what? <laughs> That same team could probably go in, and who knows? They could put a whooping on Orlando. So we don't, we don't you, know. You never know. It, uh, you know, it could just be a, a mix of um, a mix of <laughs> their their first week on the field or, or whatever. But man, to see twenty six to nothing, <laughs> first <on> a, ever. <laughs> yikes! Congratulations, man, you uh, you have made history. But yeah, that's um, rough. Uh, let's see. The next game we have is. Uh, the Arizona Hotshots versus the Salt Lake Stallions. I do like the Stallions. Now, like, the Arizona Hotshots lit it up. Yeah? They got a squad? They, the final score of the game was 38-22. Oh, that was a good game. Yeah. That was a good game. Um, let's see. I, I, I want to I, I say that you're going you're gonna to see more, typically going to see higher scoring in that, in that, uh, the AAF just because you're you're not going to see as many flags that are going to kill drives. You're you're not going to you're not going to see the elite defense. You know you'll see big hits for sure that'll impact games, and uh, I, I'd imagine that even defense is gonna gonna contribute to putting points on the board for a lot of these teams. Yeah. So, man. Uh, my but that, that wasn't the game that, that we were actually able to watch. No, no, no. Uh, we, we weren't able to. We were just watching it, watching it was a little difficult um, being able to actually find where it all was. And I know it was on CBS, but on Sunday I tried to tune into CBS and we had golf yeah. on. Yeah. Um, and so I think it depends on your region. Nobody wants to watch golf. Who? I mean, if you want to. If, if you, it was Tiger Woods, I mean, I would golfer, watch it, but... Golfing companies, if you want to sponsor the Pro Football IQ, we will definitely feature a golfing segment. We will um, We will watch golf the whole time in the background. Man, I, we'll, we'll play golf. In four. The, we'll, we'll record this this podcast while we're playing golf. We'll make a fourth. We'll make a, just the, just for you. We'll make a fourth segment. IQ, golfing IQ. Hey. Special appearance by Tiger Woods. Put Tiger on the show. Tiger, you're welcome here well, anytime. Well, we got we got to talk to uh, the HQ and make sure that uh, you know Sports IQ Network agrees to that. There's a lot of you know we got to get the paperwork signed off and everything. But yeah, just I, let I, anybody I, in on the show. We yeah, uh, we are HQ. <laughs> this guy, this guy tried See, to give away ten percent of the company last week. It was a, it was an attempt to branch out. He was like, "Yeah, man, you know, you can come on and do a show at a different branch of sports of uh, IQ Dallas, Sports." Dallas was like, "And he yeah, said, we'll hey. give you ten percent of the company." 
I'm like, are you an idiot? I mean, that's we still. I mean, we you still, can't just give away ten percent. This guy's never watched an episode of Shark uh, Shark Tank in his life. We still own forty percent each. Forty? Oh my god, that's forty-five percent. Hey, there you go. See those? Five, it's getting it's getting better by the minute. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll slowly start buying back our stock. <laughs> Math is hard, man. Uh, but we're gonna go ahead and get into. <laughs> I know y'all are laughing. We're, right we're gonna we're stuff. gonna get into it. Um, Eighth in the uh, in the AAF, we have the Memphis Express coming in last. Mm-hmm. Um, man, way to go, Memphis! That's rough. That's mm-hmm. rough. But I mean, your your performance dictated that uh, that you. If they're ready to sell there. the team, I could. <laughs> I might be interested already. <laughs> man, that is that is rough. Um, I think we could swing ten percent if I'm they wanted hoping, to let us buy the team. We could give them ten percent and make a deal. Man, I'm I'm genuinely hoping that uh, that they're able to put up more of a fight next week. Oh yeah, and that oh, they yeah. show up a little more because a lot uh, of these guys they they've got to get they've got to get uh, they got to get it going in 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 the in the war like in the in the show the live fire the bullets going on they've they've got to get a rhythm going. A lot of these teams you you might right now think that one team is far and uh, above and beyond than the others but by the time five or six games comes around that that team you thought was terrible they're running the show yeah so so the qb for for the uh let's see we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute i got a little ahead of myself here uh coming in seventh is the atlanta legends now uh let's see now a little a little backstory on the Atlanta Legends. Michael Vick was actually announced uh, to be hired to be the offensive coordinator for this I love team. Love that. That's awesome. But just that. two days before the league began, uh, it was announced he no longer held that position. Well, I yeah. Wonder what happened there? But that's that's that they probably needed him. That <laughs> yeah, they probably did need him. Uh, let's see. There wasn't much luck in in their rushing attack, man. It was it was kind of rough. That was the game that was on our TV. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, from from what I'm reading here, they averaged three point three yards per carry on twenty four attempts. Um, yeah, I mean that's it's not great. Um, you do expect more, especially whenever you're playing against you know lesser talent. But but I mean, and at that you would hope that their defense showed up, but they also gave up forty points. Right. Yeah. You, they weren't going to win regardless. You you can't give up that many points and the biggest point deficit in the AAF history. Wow, <laughs> the history of the, the AAF. History, yeah, can we get can we at least get through like the first season before we start dropping those? Right, you know, I don't or think we're least, ready for that. At least get to uh, have they have they um do do we have anything yet on how their uh, postseason works? Yeah, I do, and we're gonna get to that. Oh, I love it. But let, let's speed. Let's stay speed tuned this. in, guys. I bet it's so coming be in. Good. Coming in sixth is the San Diego Fleet. Uh, they managed to score six points, uh, but really, ultimately, didn't work out for them this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, coming in fifth, we have the uh, Salt Lake Stallions. Now, uh, they put up the most points among losing teams, but it, I mean, it wasn't super impressive though. Yeah. Um, but at least it shows they have they have something going on. There. Yeah, they're 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 not their 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 drives aren't stalling. Let's see. Moving on, we have our boys in San Antonio. The San Antonio Commanders coming in fourth. Uh, they were the fourth team to pull off a win, and uh, they did that with a pretty solid offense. Yeah, uh, put up three hundred and sixty-four yards, the second most of the wow. weekend. 
Wow. And uh, let's see. They they have a, a solid three-way rushing attack with Aaron Green, Kenneth Farrow, and David Cobb. I have heard that name, David Cobb. I have. I want to. I, I told you, you're you're going to hear a lot of familiar yeah. names that you're not going to be able to put your you know be able to pinpoint, pinpoint exactly. Yeah. But uh, a lot of familiar names you're going to find here. Um, the Arizona Hotshots. Number two, I mean, this was a difficult ranking for them. I, I think the Arizona Hotshots should have been ranked a little higher really? uh, than, than three. Just based on the performance that they put up, man. Um, what was his name with the quarterback? Uh, John John Wolford. I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. John Wolford, I believe. Man, he put up a show. I mean, tw- Twitter was a buzz about this guy. Um, so the Hot Shots put up put up a great game, uh, and then number two, the Birmingham Iron. We're uh, we're set at number two. Okay, David David Cobb. He okay. was a running back for the Chicago Bears. He had put up um, fifty two rushing attempts, one touchdown, one hundred forty six yards. You know what year that was? Uh, no, I don't. I but he, he from that picture, he looks like an older guy. Yeah, he was. He's twenty five. So, oh, well. yeah. So he's probably only had like one year in the league, and then got an opportunity. But I knew I heard that name. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, you're gonna find a lot of familiar names here. Um, and then we have the Orlando Apollo coming in at number one. Mm. Uh, hmm. Send them to the moon, baby. They they put up a league high forty points in their win over Atlanta. Um, but I think I think the the biggest part of that was their defense showing up and holding Atlanta to yeah. only six points. Yeah. Uh, so they they pretty pretty impressive offensive showing. I mean, at three hundred sixty three yards, uh, led by their QB Garrett Gilbert, who threw and caught a touchdown. Uh, oh, that's right. Game. Yeah, I did see that. Yep, they did their own little version of the Philly special. Yeah, yeah, I saw that real time. That was cool. So uh, I mean, I'm excited. I think AAF is going to offer a, a a fun league. Yeah. For, for us to just enjoy football and see these guys show up and show out um, with with the intention of, you know, they're, they're out there fighting for their lives. They're out there fighting for a check. Right. And they, they want to prove that they haven't gotten this far to, to be left behind. And, um, I mean, I'm, I'm ready for more. I'm, I'm, ex- I'm a viewer. I'm, I'm going to be tuning in. I'm bought in, man. Yeah. Uh, so to answer your question of what the uh, how the postseason works, um, let's see. So there are two conferences, the East and the West. The East is uh, Atlanta, Memphis, Birmingham, and Orlando. Okay. And then in, in the West, you have the Stallions, uh, the Hot Shots, Fleet, and the Commanders. Oh, that's so, a tough. That's a tough. <laughs> so that means that means that we, we we did this the right way. We did. Without without knowing the conferences, we did pick correctly. In picking a, a favorite team in each conference, right? Uh, so, so by my boys in San Antonio, I can still root for them, and I can still root for my boys in in Orlando. Mm-hmm. What happens and, when they and match still up feel good each about other. it? Okay. Uh, so the best two teams from each conference will face off. Uh, the The winner of the two games will face off in the championship. So it's four team uh, playoffs. Okay. Okay. Kind of, kind of, I like it. Yeah. I like it. That's, for for, that, for an eight team league, that's what that's, that's how, it, how it should be. Yeah. yeah, for sure. They're doing it right. Yeah, they're doing it right. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, man, I am. I'm excited. 
there's there's a lot of good stuff happening in football right now uh, between AAF and we're going to get more information on the XFL soon, mm-hmm. I'd imagine. And then with all the shakeups happening in, in the NFL, man, there's a lot to cover of everything happening this week in football. You have any any kind of closing thoughts or wrapping up our uh, our show for this week? No, man. Uh, I'm I'm interested to see. I love talking about AAF. Um, I'm interested to see after this season. I think that they could grow. I think that they'll be a market when they see that if this sustains, they will see a market uh, to grow. And uh, I'm I'm excited, man. I'm I'm ready to see how this combine shakes up. Gosh, I'm ready to watch this combine. Well, I think and, you're going to see the AAF be, be a carousel of talent. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to constantly see people going in and out, switching, yep. moving up to the NFL, yep. um, making their way back. People right. in the NFL making their way down to the AAF. Right, right. Uh, and it gives it gives that, that other option mm-hmm. for guys to continue to make money. Maybe in the twilight of their career or their career starting to decline, you can still right. go play at a you know at a lower level and still still get a paycheck. Right. Which some some guys that's all you yeah. need. And Some, cool sometimes because, you just got to put pizza on the table right, for the kids. Because you know? it, there's a um, there's a ton of players that you know you'd watch in college and you say, man, that guy's got something. He gets to the NFL and it just doesn't shake out. Kind of fizzles his, out. Yeah, it doesn't shake out in his favor. And you're like, man, I liked I, when I watched him on the field. I really liked what I saw. So when they have these other, whenever you have the XFL and the AAF all cranking, man, you're gonna get to watch some of your favorite players. And, and that's why that's why like you know guys like Johnny Manziel. Oh, he's gonna be in. He's going to be playing here soon. I don't see. I'd imagine Johnny's gonna end up in, in the XFL because I think they're gonna have the biggest salary caps. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're gonna have they're the gonna be most able to pay a little bit to, more. They're gonna have the more. most ability to pay, right? Uh, because Vince McMahon is no slouch. Right. Uh, you're, they're definitely gonna pay more than than the AAF, but mm-hmm. considerably less than the uh, than the NFL. Right. Um, but you know, a guy like like Manzel, you weren't able to see him. Like I, I don't have access to to the CFL. Right. I don't even know where to find the CFL if I want to watch them. Mm-hmm. But I know where to find AAF, yeah. and I know where I can find the XFL because that I'm surely in the next in the coming months they're going to announce their TV deal and where they'll oh, yeah. be. Yep. And uh, the NFL is here as always, and that's the, but. To have these alternatives, to have these different places where guys can go and continue to make money and continue to to provide for themselves and kind of make themselves better players, man, it's good for football. And it's good for us as football fans to have that other outlet. Yeah, it's great for the show. What do you think about the proposition of possibly um, getting something, some agreement going with like uh, Amazon or Twitter to live stream uh, XFL? Something like that as a possibility. I think it would be a conflict because you already have a deal with Amazon broadcasting Thursday Night Football. That's true. But Twitter... Twitter does as well. You can uh, you can watch Thursday Night Football select, I, I select that, weeks. I think that was only for that season, though. It, it may have been only for that okay. season, but I yeah. do know... I'm going to have to look uh, into that. I do know that like on weeks where I was traveling, yeah. uh, if I was you know in the car on a Thursday, I'd be able to watch... Right, Thursday night football on, yeah. on Twitter. They're they're gonna come up with something that's uh, competitive and that's innovative. I think I think the XFL will be on football. Um, Vince McMahon with with the WWE has begun to do more content. They they started this thing called the Mix Match Challenge, mm-hmm. and uh, they they would do it after their live show on Tuesday night, SmackDown Live, and they would basically do a, a thirty minute show, and they they had decent engagement. And it was on Facebook Live or Facebook or Facebook Watch, whatever mm. actual thing it's called. Wow! If they got to if they got to deal with Facebook, wow! I, and it, yeah, 
They, wow. I mean, regardless, it's a free platform. That'd be huge. So uh, they could they could have that distribution immediately. Yeah, to everyone. To everyone. You yeah. know how many people are on Facebook? More people yeah. than I can count. So. <laughs> Or more than I care. I probably could count. Uh, (laughs) But I don't care to count that high. But yeah, so I think the XFL's distribution is going to be majorly important to their success. And if they're they're available... They they got to do it right. Vince is no dummy. Uh, He knows that if you can't watch, you can't pay. Mm -hmm. And so he ultimately wants to earn your money as a fan. And that's that's the thing that we get the privilege of doing as as football fans and as fans of anything. If you don't like a restaurant, you don't eat there. If you don't like football, you don't have to watch that. But even if... Even if you don't, and as we said this in the last episode, even if you do not care about these leagues, just tune in anyway, or just turn it on and don't watch it, because paying attention and giving them those ratings is only going to help your team and your NFL. If the NFL is your main go-to, if that's your main girl, you have to support these other ones. It's only going to make yours better. Mm -hmm. It's going to force them to become a better brand a better product for you competition makes everyone be better um if you know that someone is coming for for your for your spot mm-hmm. then you have to perform better look at look at alex smith when uh, before mahomes took over yeah he was playing out of his mind for that first half of that season yeah uh but man i'm so excited with everything happening in football right now um xfl AAF, NFL, mm. all the shakeups, all draft, the news. NFL draft, man, it's coming. Draft talk is coming soon. I know we had some we had some viewers request uh, yeah. that we that we start talking about the draft, and that's coming. Uh, we, but I know that at this point, draft talk's kind of limited, so I don't, <laughs> I don't I don't want to go too far into it, so that we still have the ability to talk about it more over the next coming yeah. months. But the, the draft is at the end of April, and uh, we're definitely going to be covering that in we're the coming bringing, weeks. We're going to bring you some good stuff, guys. It's going to be fun. It's going to be interactive. We're bringing and, draft talk back. Yep. And you guys yep. are going to... You're going yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to love it. We we got some good things planned. And uh, if you... Make sure you, you like and subscribe. Go ahead and comment. Give us your feedback. And uh, if you want, do the call-ins, man. We love hearing from y'all. So we, we've, we've actually got a lot more clothes in the show right now. Uh, we got a lot that's coming up with the uh, with Pro Football IQ. Um, we recently rebranded and, and kind of announced the the launch of our, our whole network that's going to be dropping soon. We have the new new logos that are going to be going up with this show. If you're if you're looking on iTunes right now, there's a brand new brand new photo, brand new logo for Pro Football IQ, and it all ties into the IQ Sports Network. And uh, if you're a fan of Pro Football IQ. And uh, and you follow us, then make sure to, to follow pro uh, to uh, follow the IQ Sports Network, where we're going to cover anything anything that there is to talk about that's of interest. We're going to cover it. Um, if if you can talk about it, you can pod about it, and that's what we're going to do here at pro at uh, at IQ Hashtag Sports pod Network life. Pod Life. But yeah, um, so we're we're going to be doing the Pro Football IQ All Time Draft. Uh, in the next couple couple weeks, uh, I, don't, I don't know if we have a date set ex- for that exactly, but uh, we'll we'll announce that and we'll drop the graphic for it, and then we'll, we'll if you want to be a part of that. We'll you tell get you with us. we'll tell you on the post exactly what to do and how to be a part. Uh, but that's going to be a lot of fun. You do not want to miss out on that. We're gonna we're gonna have uh, individual rosters and team names, and we'll we'll make sure to uh, to personalize it, make it your team, and make it make yeah. it matter. And for that's going to be uh, one of our first episodes that we will post to YouTube. Yes. Yeah. That, that's going to be a post be... show. You're going to 
my main man's gonna go in there and put his put his hands to work. He's he's got the magic touch. He's gonna go ahead and edit everything. It's gonna make it look super awesome. And you can save that to your archive on your on your uh, YouTube channel, and you'll always be able to go back and look at that. But yeah, so that's coming up. Uh, just be sure to follow us here at, uh, at Pro Football IQ and the IQ Sports Network as we continue to bring you the best coverage of football there is and everything happening this week in football. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Pro Football IQ. We hope to have you back next time. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Pro Football IQ, the podcast that breaks down the X's and O's of everything happening this week in football. Be sure to find us on Facebook and Twitter so that you can stay up to date with everything happening in football and be connected to a group of football fans just like yourself. Pro Football IQ can be found wherever podcasts can be heard. Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, and more coming soon. You don't want to miss out on a single episode as we continue to bring you the best football coverage there is.